Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This is our first episode in probably about a month. I usually release podcast episodes every single week on a Tuesday, but in the past month, I have just really prioritized getting this current round of Money Queen going, and there's been a lot of moving parts. Um, So... I haven't released any podcast episodes, but I'm excited to be back and recording this podcast for you um, because I do, I love this podcast and I love getting messages from you guys telling me how, you know, what you got out of a specific podcast episode and how much it just helps you to listen to the podcast each week and it helps you stay on track, stay connected to what you're creating, stay connected to overcoming your resistance. And I just love that. I think it's amazing. What I realize I prioritize is creating my Instagram content because I do make sure I get that done every week. And then the thing that's just kind of slipped is the podcast. But I'm I'm considering actually doing that the other way around because I just love the podcast and, you know, I love that you guys love it. So I'm owning that there has not been a podcast episode in probably about a month and I'm recommitting to creating these podcast episodes for you. And I'm also just working out I guess what I want to do for content because there's so much content I want to create. There's some YouTube videos I want to create for you. I'm actually recording this podcast on video as well. And I have a whole bunch of my podcasts recorded on video, but I just do not have the capacity to do all the things myself to get the the video versions of the podcast up on YouTube. Um, So I am planning actually to hire someone soon, an operations assistant that can just support me to get all of these things out there to you guys, because, you know, running my coaching practice, running my courses, creating courses up upgrading things in my courses as well as creating content is just it's kind of a bit much um for me and my my VA Jonalyn so uh that's that's just a little business update but I wanted to create this podcast episode for you because I have had a, I've had a bit of a you know light bulb moment around this in the last week. And I was like, ah, I have to create a podcast episode on this. It's so, it's, it's so significant really. And you know, we all, oh yeah, I'm going to say we all actually, um, 
hold ourselves back from this and it holds us back from creating our amazing businesses and delivering on the incredible missions and service that you're here to deliver on, whether that's creating art, creating an app, coaching, doing a tech startup, whatever it is for you, this this what I'm sharing with you in this episode is is going to be maybe for some of you a, a hard thing to do or a confronting thing to do, but it's actually what you really need to do to get the momentum and I want to say success, but it's like to get the momentum and yeah, I guess momentum is really the right word, like to get the momentum going with your business and with your audience and connecting to your people and really delivering a product and service to your people that they love and that they're obsessed with. Okay. And so what, what it is, what we're talking about in this episode is why you must be your quirky ass weird self to have a successful business. You must, you must, you must bring all of who you are. You must unleash, share, expose the truth of who you are. And by the end of this episode, I think you are going to agree with me if you don't already, because what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to show you how that's just absolutely, definitely true. You know, it's just it's, it's, it's just a, well, it's a premise, right? But, but I think it's absolutely definitely true. And it's going to be very obvious when I step you through now, just to clarify, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you need to share everything about yourself with everyone, you know, like that's the only honest, true way to live. I do not believe that. And I think there is a bit of a, a culture of believing that, um, in some spiritual personal development communities online, there's a bit of a culture of like, you have to share absolutely everything about your life. Otherwise it's not authentic. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Yeah. You have to share every single thing about yourself or what you enjoy or what you do with your time or your relationships or anything like that. You guys will notice I don't really share relationship stuff in you know, occasionally I'll, I'll share something, but it's not, it's not really part of what my, sh- of what I share. Cause it doesn't really feel like it needs to be right. Um, and you know, there's, there's some other things that I don't really share much about publicly, but one of them, I, I am having a bit of part of, part of this light bulb moment. I am having a bit of a, uh, a consideration of, is that actually something that it, it would be true for me to bring that into what I share because that is actually a really important part of my life. Even though it's not a super huge, like I'm engaging with that every single week kind of part of my life. I hope I'm building some suspense. Um, but yeah, what, what we're going to talk about is why you must reveal the truth of who you are Um, and that, and that doesn't mean you have to share every single thing about yourself, you know, that that's always going to be relevant or applicable to what it is that you're doing. You know, if I taught about relationships, then 
probably would be applicable that I shared about more about my relationships in my content. So here's what most people are doing and I used to do, and I'm, I'm on a journey with this and I think it'll probably always be a journey with it, honestly. But if you've followed me for a while, you, you will know, like you will have seen that I have come a very long way with this. Um, but the thing that most of us unconsciously assume and do is think that we have to hide, hold back, or even conceal parts of ourselves in order for our business to grow and for people to like us, accept us, and or trust us. You know, it, for everyone, it might be slightly different, whether, you, whether you're trying to go for people liking you or accepting you or seeing you as an authority and trusting you, or it could be all of those things, right? But we all unconsciously hold back parts of ourselves in order to get to, like whatever parts of ourselves we believe based on our beliefs that we need to hold back in order to, you know, have people like us, follow us, buy from us so that our business can grow, right? And the, fu- the funny thing about that is we do that for the purpose of the success of our business, but actually it harms our business. Actually, that is slowing down the momentum of your business. That is drying up your business. You're going to have a dry ass business the more you do that. To whatever degree that you hide, hold back, conceal parts of yourself in your business is the degree to how dry your business is going to be. How dry is your business? I want you to just actually... Just just do a little intuitive tune-in right now. On a scale of one to ten, one being a fucking desert, ten being like the most wet, juicy, lush, engorged, wet pussy. So we're gonna have pus- we're gonna just use pussy as our like number ten. So we've got our dry ass, like legs closed pussy and we've got our wet, luscious, juicy, delicious pussy. And if you don't like the pussy analogy, uh, go for a forest. It's a desert or a forest. (laughs) Okay. And, uh, just on a scale of one to 10, how dry is it? How dry is your business? Is it like you're pushing your, there's friction, you're trying, it's hard, or is there like in the energy, engagement, activation, juiciness, right? So just kind of get your number. And then what I want you to do next is also do an intuitive tune-in for how much, to what degree do you express the truth of who you are in your business? So a scale of one to 10. Where, where just, if you just intuitively tune in and get a number, where are you sitting right now? And what would be interesting to correlate is, you know, are they around about the same number? 
obviously there are other things that are going to come into the momentum of your business, but this one is actually really key. So what a lot of us do is cut out the parts of ourselves that we think are not acceptable or that are not going to get us what we want. It's a strategy we came up with as children um, in order to have people attracted to our business, attracted to us and purchase our products and services. But as I've said, that doesn't work, but we all unconsciously are doing that because that's that's part of our conditioning in childhood is, oh, okay, these parts of myself are not acceptable. This is what I have to do to get what I want. I have to be quiet or I have to be really loud and shout. You know, whatever strategies you came up with, that's what you're applying to your business. So I'm going to give you an example of this, which I'm actually as I often do on this podcast, but I, I've, I've seen a lot of examples witnessing this in other people. Early on in my business, doing money coaching. Okay, so here is even an interesting thing. So I started out coaching, doing life coaching and then sexuality coaching. So passionate about it, so passionate about helping women connect to their bodies, their pleasure and expand their capability and capacity in that way. And then I, I just got really burnt out, had a bit of a dysfunctional <laughs> uh, relationship, survival relationship with the business. And so I decided to just totally stop, right? And it was a very big edge for me to do that, to sexuality coaching and put myself out there in that kind of way. And then anyway, about a year or two, I say a year or two, because at first, I, about a year later, I sold my abundance planner and tracker. And then it was kind of more like a year after that, that I started um, money workshops and things. So I started my you know next coaching business, which its foundations were on helping people with money and the money coaching side of things, right? And so I had actually even already done some sexuality uh, work and coaching and put myself out there, out there in that way. But anyway, when I started doing the money coaching, I felt like I couldn't speak about sexuality and I couldn't, you know, bring that into my work in any way. And I did sometimes still share about my healing journey because I just felt like that was important for people to hear. But you know, but I had it, but it became harder and harder. The more actually that I started to put things out there with money, run courses, run workshops, develop, you know, grow some momentum, get my business going, the more I felt like I had to, um, like I had to have a really professional image in order for people to trust me and want to learn about money from me. Well, yeah, want to learn about money from me, but trust me and trust my credibility in teaching about money. And I recognize, I could even see it at the time that I had this association that if I talked about sexuality and even to, you know, even spirituality and to the, you know, to the level and degree that actually spirituality was a part of what I taught, then people wouldn't, would think that I wasn't intelligent 
That was a belief that I have that, that definitely came from my family and growing up, right? So I was cutting out more and more parts of myself. I remember my first couple of money workshops. I wore like, so the first one I wore this just really plain navy suede dress. I mean, that sounds really weird, but I got it at this nice vintage boutique. Um, and you know, and, and black stockings and just kind of like what a presenter would wear, you know? And then in my next money workshop, I wore, I had this nice skirt that actually I did like that was colorful, but I got this top actually from the same shop. Interestingly, um, this like country road silk, um, top, like a blouse. Is that what you call it? It's kind of like a shirt, but it's got no buttons but it's a high neck. It was a high neck. I do not like wearing high neck things. I, I hate wearing high neck things. High neck things are not for my body. I don't like the feeling of it. Um, but it was this high neck sleeveless blouse, I guess. So not me. I mean, not that terrible. Like it was a nice plain blouse, but you know, I felt like, okay, if I'm going to put on a workshop and be seen as a trustworthy person and, you know, like I started to just take on the ideas of what I believed I needed to be in order for my business to grow and in order for me to have credibility with people. Okay. And, you know, I, I ran some workshops, I had people come to my workshops, uh, you know, I started a course and, you know, I did, I did get some business. It's not like I had no business, but it was, it was really hard for people to actually really connect with me because I wasn't expressing really who I am. I, you know, I was kind of keeping it a certain image. I was what I sometimes have called it or thought of it as is like the shop front window, you know, like this is my shop front window that I'm letting everyone see based on what I think is acceptable. And part of the problem with that also is that it attracts people that are not going to resonate with me. And this was something that I did actually realize through my first few money workshops. What I realized was if I don't actually speak more about spirituality aspect of my work in my content and in my marketing, I'm going to have people come to my workshops that don't resonate with that. And they're not going to like my workshop. They're going to hate it. They're going to, they are, they are going to sit there all cynical. You know, that's going to manifest the very thing I fear because I attracted in the person that doesn't resonate with that. Right. So that, that's, you know, that's exactly my point. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Um, is that the, you know, the other thing of it just actually not generating a lot of energy and being something people really connect with because it's, you know, because your heart's not like you, it's not exposed. It's, it's kind of like shut away. Um, but you also attract people that are not, that don't resonate with you because you're not putting out the full resonance of who you are. So, so, you know, it creates that, that space for people that don't, wouldn't resonate with who you really are. And then they're going to come into your programs or if you know, if you're on workshops and not be all that jazzed about it, you know, and potentially even really dislike it. 
So that was a thing that I used to do and it was a thing I really struggled with. And I even, you know, I did identify at one point, I remember talking to my partner at the time about this and saying, I want to bring more of my sexuality and my sexual essence or into my work, you know, and he was really confused by it because he was like, oh, so you, you know, like, why do you want to do that? You want to post pictures of yourself in lingerie and like, you know, essentially like be seen and have that sexual side of yourself be seen. And I was like, that's not actually really what it's about. Like, I'm not saying that I want to put pictures of myself being or looking sexual up, uh, you know, in my content, but there's, there's a way in which that part of me is like cut off and not allowed in. And that needs to change. Like that's, that's, um, you know, that's not, that I want to, I want to be more fully self-expressed and, and that doesn't mean putting up naked photos of myself or pictures of myself in lingerie, you know, which, you know, it could, maybe I will do that one day, but that just hasn't really felt like a way that I want to express myself. But now if you are someone that actually does follow me and knows my content, you'll be able to see that that is something that I've now got in my content without, you know, without it being about me like showing my sexuality to people. It's just like bringing in my sexual essence to who I am and my expression. So that's an example of, of cutting it off, you know? And so I, I grew my business to a certain level doing this, right? I grew my business to probably around the, um, $40,000 a year mark doing this, which, you know, $40,000 a year is a long way from zero. I, I remember, I remember when I realized that that's how much money I made and I was like, okay, that might not be as much as I want, but that's, that's actually a long way from zero. You know, that's significant. That's not, that's not making nothing right. That that's, you know, that, that shows that there's something here. There's something here that can be expanded and worked with. Um, but you know, it would have been very hard for me to get past that mark when I wasn't revealing and expressing and being in all of who I am, because here's the thing, the people that inherently resonate with you and who you are, can't feel you and can't resonate with you if you are not being or showing or expressing who you really are. If you are keeping yourself kind of in these certain just dimensions and cutting off other parts of yourself or in this certain box, people can't feel you. People can't know you, right? So imagine like, imagine me right now right now where, uh, uh, you know, I've still got my blonde hair, um, you know, which is not bad. I like, I will go back to my blonde hair one day, but you know, I've just got my blonde hair. It's in a very plain, um, let's say like corporate appropriate cut. I'm wearing high neck blouses that are ugly as fuck. <laughs> high neck blouses like that are you know appropriate for people delivering workshops in a corporate environment and I'm wearing like I don't know 
a pencil skirt. Not that I think there's anything wrong with pencil skirts, but you know, just a very conventional look. I've just got like a very conventional makeup look on or maybe no makeup, which is, I'm not saying any of these things are wrong, but I just want you to picture me it like this. Okay. And I've got like some just pearl studs in and my hair is just kind of clipped up with one of those, you know, like you put your hair in one thing and you twist it around and then you like clip it with one of those big clips. My hair's clipped, clipped up like that. I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Um, you know, and it's just like the, the absolute conventional, um, appropriate kind of corporate-y, maybe like bit like speaker trainer woman, right? Imagine me like that. Would you like, would you be feeling very connected to me right now? I mean, of course I can be who I am no matter how I look, but you know, if I then took on a role when I dressed like that, where I, I didn't talk about sexuality at all. I, um, I kept things very logical. I didn't really talk about spirituality too much, even though that was essentially in my programs, but I didn't really talk about it in my content because I felt like people aren't going to think I'm credible. You know, like you wouldn't have even noticed me in, unless you met me somewhere and spoke to me or something, or you, or you did find some of my content or was shared with you, then it was some of my really good content or something. You wouldn't even notice me. You just like browse straight past me, right? Because you wouldn't have in, had, you wouldn't have felt me. You wouldn't have felt your inherent connection with me. If, if that's what I was doing, if I was cutting off parts of myself and not being in the truth of who I am. So what, you know, what I learned to lean into and more and chose to lean into. And, and it just started to happen. You know, it's a funny thing. Uh, when I reflect on it, my, uh, coming into expressing myself more and more because I would say at the beginning, it was hard for me to know, like, how can I bring in all of those parts of myself? Right. But I leaned into it. I leaned into it and I just decided to fuck trying to fit in to what people think is appropriate and okay. And I know one of the things I really had to let go in, go of in that is the idea of maybe wanting to get into doing um, corporate workshops, like running workshops in corporates as well. And just be like, fuck trying to like be appropriate for what they would want. And just, you know, I'm just going to do me. And so I, you know, I leaned into wearing my sparkly glittery outfits. I, you know, totally unrelated from my business. It just so happened that I dyed my hair pink. (laughs) That, That didn't feel like I would, that just was a thing that just came to me and I didn't tell anyone and I just did it. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to do this to express myself. Um, and I, you know, I, and I, and I started to just let myself completely free flow on all the topics I wanted to talk about and just fully go for it in terms of what I'm about, but in terms of living your purpose and the spiritual path of that and, you know, having a soul and having a purpose, all of those things I would have really struggled with before and bringing in the, you know, the sassiness of the, um, 
the sexuality stuff as well and just being a bit cheeky and, and sassy in that. Uh, and by leaning into who I truly am and revealing who I truly am, it's allowed all the people that really resonate with me to resonate with me, to connect with me, to feel me, to know that they want to work with me. You know, people who maybe even work in the sexuality field themselves or are sex workers or um, or just have a wild sexual side that are just like, yeah, I love that. I love that we can talk about that and have that be part of us and not be like, cut off and pretend that none of us have a sexuality like until we're in the bedroom with our partner um those people feel me those people resonate with me and they're like fuck yes you know and my business has grown as a result so on an egoic level I believed that those things would destroy my business. I believed those things would stop my business from growing. But that's, you know, that's 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 our beliefs that we believe we can't be who we truly are and we've got to be someone else in order to get the thing that we want and in this case that's build our businesses, but what that does is dry them up. And so the answer is leaning into who you are, leaning into the truth of who you are, leaning into, you know, what, what's your true nature? Because yours isn't going to be the same as mine. You don't have to make sexual references if that doesn't feel true to you. And if it does feel true to you, do it, of course. Um, but what is true to you? Like your, your energy, your vibe, like what, what it is that's in your essence and leaning into that. Because here's the thing, right? We all have a heart. We all have a heart. And there are things that our heart is inherently connected to, right? You, and this is a premise. I can't prove to you this is true, but this is a premise and it's a premise that I live by and a premise I find effective. Um, but there's things you're inherently connect to, connected to, what you uniquely love, what you're uniquely about, what you uniquely want to create and express in your life. You know, your unique essence of how you want to live, the place you want to live, the location you want to live, the work that you want to create and share in the world, the relationships that you want to have, the experiences you want to have, you have within you what you uniquely are inherently connected to. And it's unique to you. Even if, you know, it might be similar to someone else, it's unique to you, right? And love, love is that love is what we're inherently connected to and what you're inherently connected to cannot connect to you if you are hiding if you are hiding and holding back parts of yourself it can't know you it can't know that you're there it can't feel you right so when you are creating um, products for your business, when you're creating content for your business and you're really rigid and dry and you don't swear and you try to be appropriate and you try to wear appropriate clothes and all your attention and focus is on how to be professional and appropriate and, you know, something that people is going to think is credible or trustworthy or likable, you are literally abandoning the people that are meant to work with you. That's what's happening. 
You're abandoning the people that want to work with you. If you want to connect with the people who are are inherently connected to you, that want to work with you or that want to buy your product, then you have to lean into you. You have to lean into the truth of who you are. You can't be hiding yourself. You can't be holding yourself back. You can't be cutting off parts of yourself. You need to lean into who you are. And and in doing so, you've got to let go of the people who aren't inherently connected to you. The people whose approval maybe you want uh, that, you know, when you are your true self, aren't going to resonate because not everyone is going to resonate with you. Not everyone is inherently connected to you. Just like not every person is like, you know, your, your soulmate or your ideal partner, right? Even, even if they fit the description, say if you imagine like a description of the ideal kind of partner you want to have, not everyone that fits that description, you're going to click with, you're going to gel with, you're going to even want to talk to, you're going to even like, right? There's people that you're just inherently connected to. And there's people you are inherently connected to that your work is here to touch, that you're here to help, and that will only be able to feel you, that will only be able to connect with you, that will only be able to see that, oh, this is the person for me, or this person's product, or this person's art, this person's creations. These are for me if you are you, right? You know, that's just, I feel like when I put it that way, you just can't argue with that, (laughs) can you? You can't argue. I've, I've got you in a corner. You can't argue. The way through, the way to expanding your heart-based business, your soul-based business, your soul-led business is to lean into you the truth of who you are. You need to be you in order for your your dream clients or what some people call their soulmate clients in order for them to be able to connect with you. And I'm sure now I'm saying this, you can even think of examples of people that you've seen that have made the switch who, you know, were maybe doing things in a very safe way, not wanting to offend anyone, kind of being maybe a bit overly nice or people pleaser or what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, agreeable, being really agreeable. And then they just go, fuck it. And they start really owning who they are and expressing who they are. And it might be a little bit shocking and jarring at first. And it maybe made you really like them or really dislike them and maybe stop following them. Right? So that's an example. But when you stopped following them, right, there was all these other people that leaned in that were like, oh my God, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for someone to say this. I've been waiting, you know, to, to feel this. And when you express that when you when you're in the truth of who you are then the, the people that are meant to hear it can go i you know i've been i've been waiting for this message because they can hear that message through that person they resonate with so i invite you to consider 
Is there any ways in which you're holding back who you are right now in your business and perhaps in your life? Is there any way, are there any things, actually something that I just did this week that you could also do as well, is to write down a list of all the things that you don't think it's acceptable for you to be. Because you might think it's acceptable for other people to be it, but if you're that, then oh, people are just totally not gonna like you. So the thing that just came up for me recently, um, an aspect of, myself and my nature that I do struggle a bit to share I do have real resistance around sharing so you're going to see me breaking through that now Um, but is my ambition my ambition my vision that I have what I want to create you know the scale of things that I of some of the things that I want to create Um, and you know my my um, hungry nature to experience and to explore and to really, you know, live large on a materialistic level as well as all of the other levels, as well as an emotional level, a spiritual level, but yeah, also on a materialistic level and in travel, the things that I want to experience and, you know, what I, what I want to create for myself in terms of a home and, and, and experiences in the material world, you know, and I've got so much stuff around that, even, even success, even having success, you know, that people aren't going to like me People aren't going to like me if I make a lot of money. People aren't going to like me if I take a a business class flight because they're going to think, A, that's so bad for the environment. You could have fed hungry children with that money. Like you, all of this kinds of, all like all different aspects of judgment that I would fear people have because I am also an environmentally conscious person and, you know, and a person that wants to, uh, well, whatever. I'm not going to go into justifying myself. Um, but, but there's, there's kind of like, I guess a range or a realm of things I've identified in myself that I have a hard time revealing in myself. And it, and I don't per se think that it's bad for me to have it, but it's more like people will think I'm bad if they know, even though other people could, you know, do those things or have massive success and it would actually draw people to them. But if I, if I had that, it would repel people, right? You know, it's not meant to be logical. It's your ego. Okay. (laughs) Don't, Don't have to try to make logical sense about it, but just go, what am I uncomfortable sharing about myself? What am I uncomfortable really expressing about myself? And then my invitation for you is to lean into whatever that is. Lean in, lean into it. And something else I was going to share in, you know, my, my story of how things have changed in my business since I have been more of who I really am and, and expressing myself and just being in the truth of who I am is that my most viral piece of content is one of my memes that is sexual. And this, this meme, I, 
I would say it went viral. It it got shared um, or reposted, I should say, by I don't know how many meme accounts. At least, uh, at least maybe ten meme accounts, if not maybe more, that didn't tag me. It got shared by um, it got posted on a meme account that was huge. That's and it's had when I saw it, um, someone sent it to me. It had like twenty five thousand likes on it. It was um, shared by a couple of accounts that had over a hundred k followers. So it's been my most viral post, also the most shared post from my actual page and most saved post. And it's the meme of um, a woman being spanked and there's the text over her, me, talk dirty to me. And there's the, the guy spanking that says the universe and the spank. You'd have to see it. If you guys know it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But if you haven't, go to my Instagram page and see it. And the spank saying, you are enough exactly as you are. So it's like someone saying to the universe, talk dirty to me. And the universe going, you're enough exactly as you are. So anyways, that's my most viral piece of content, right? And I couldn't have created that if I was busy in my corporate box. So I hope that, I hope that this episode really sticks with you. And that it sticks with you to lean in, lean into the truth of who you are and your true essence and energy. And if you're not even exactly sure what that is, just intend to do that, intend to do that. And in in those moments, you know, just choose to be yourself when those moments come up of, of being in, being in yourself and being in what you love All right, gorgeous. It's been so awesome to be here again, sharing another podcast episode with you. More to come and I'm sending you lots of love and I will see you in the next episode.